What's up, y'all? It's Kayla, the CEO and founder of Time to Exhale Networks and the host of the Time to Exhale podcast. Thank you so much if you're tuning in via Facebook Live or if you're catching a replay either on YouTube or Apple or Apple Podcasts it is. Thank you so much for listening in with us. Today I have some very beautiful women here with me. They're millennial moguls who have been able to take their mind and conquer all tasks, all obstacles at hand that have come their way, conquer them with fearlessness, perseverance, and consistency. So I'm gonna have my guests introduce themselves, starting with Miss Chelsea on my left. Hi guys, I'm Chelsea, known as the Modern Day Goddess, and I practice spirituality and coaching and motivational speaking. Love it, love it. And Symphony. Hello everyone, my name is Symphony, um, or you can refer to me as Symphony Speaks. Um, I am the CEO and owner of Urban Culture Apparel, um, and also the Urban Get Down um, blog, a soon-to-be magazine. Yeah. 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 I like that. <laughs> Jay. Hi, everybody. I am J.S. Green, currently author, motivational speaker, and preacher, and radio personality for um, Unplugged Radio. Shout out to y'all. All right. Well, as y'all can see, we have some millennial moguls, like I said before, who are doing their thing. And so today we're talking about mind over matter and what that looks like, what that sounds like, and what isn't. So when I told you guys that the topic is mind over matter, what did that say to you? How did that speak to you? We'll start with you, Chelsea. Start with me. <laughs> when um, I received your email um, and I, the first thing I was like, mind over matter. I'm like, Chelsea, you, you, you preach this all the time. You speak about this. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to you? Um, to me, it's just drive and having the willpower and courage and persistence mm -hmm. in moving forward and not letting our thoughts, past thoughts and past cycles to just block us from our blessings and mm -hmm. what it is God is really trying to give us, right. bless us with. Right. So it's just basically being focused on our goals, our desires, our mm -hmm. dreams, and not letting anything, our negative thoughts especially, deter us mm -hmm. from being on our true path. Yes, yeah. I love that, yeah. I love that. So Jay, for you, being that you are coming from the perspective of being a minister, mm -hmm. how did that speak to you? Um, it's very simple. I literally looked at it from the concept of, you know, in life we have most of the things that matter, they don't mind. Mm -hmm. And the things that mind, don't, don't matter, matter. I like that. and we tend to take these things and we literally when it comes down to applying them to our lives we overthink so many yeah. things mm -hmm. and then that also leads into delayment yeah. detourment yeah. and all these other things so really when we actually just sit down and just take it mind over matter yeah. honey get over it yeah. and just do what it is yeah. that the father's telling you to do yeah. don't right. overthink it <laughs> right. you're not gonna know the end steps yeah. right. at all right. most of the time he give you a and he give you Z, he does not give you L M N O P. Okay, right. he, does, he just does not. Right. And so sometimes you just kind of gotta walk that thing out mm -hmm. until the end mm -hmm. and keep the end in focus. That's what you're keeping in your mind. Mm -hmm. Nothing else matters. I love Nothing that. Miss Symphony speaks. Yes, ma'am. How did it speak to you? So for me, mind over matter is just that. Like you have to put your mind over what actually matters. Mm -hmm. um, if so, if God gives you a vision 
run with it. We yeah. all get the same 24 hours. True. Um, and you have to be very strategic. That's what I'm learning on my journey. Um, to be yes. very strategic mm-hmm. in uh, my vision mm-hmm. and in my goal, whatever God gives to me. Um, because coming from an entrepreneur standpoint, I can, I can truly say that when I started my business, I knew God had given me the vision, mm-hmm. and I wrote everything down because, mm-hmm. uh, of course, Rebecca two and two write the vision, make the plan. Yes, I wrote it down, but I was not tr- strategic in my planning. Right, mm-hmm. um, that's good. And which caused me to have to put a, a, a halt to my vision. Mm-hmm. And in in that time, I didn't beat myself up. Um, I just I noticed that God had started strategically placed started strategically placing people in my life. Yes, that is going to help propel me to the next level mm-hmm. and propel my business to the next level. Mm-hmm. So um, when it comes down to the, the same mind over matter, it's just that like you have to put your mind over what really matters. Right. Like mm-hmm. if it matters to you, then you're going to go forward yeah. right. with it. But if it doesn't, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, right. Let it go. So in the moment that he had you pause, and you briefly spoke on it, but when he had you pause, what did he reveal to you about yourself outside of the strategy? What did you have to fix, hone in on? I have to stop trying to do everything on my own. Mm. <laughs> I have to uh, utilize the people around me. I have um, a t-shirt. It says, utilize your resources, mm. exhaust every option, do what they said can't be done. You know? Mm-hmm. And with that, I had to really pay attention to those words. I'm like, okay, God, you gave me these words. Mm. I put it on the t-shirt. I wear it proudly, but am I really walking in this? Right. Am I really right. walking in my truth? Mm-hmm. Or am I being selfish and holding on to to, to this journey for myself right. of course in the back of my mind I'm like okay I'm doing this for my family I'm mm-hmm. doing this for my my siblings I'm doing this for the children that I don't have yet but I'm I'm setting something in in place mm-hmm. for when they get here mm-hmm. but God was telling me like okay I gave you the vision but do you, did you really think that I was gonna have you to carry this on your own right like some things God will give us like okay I gave this to you for you right. to, I gave you I blessed you with this for mm-hmm. you to carry it mm-hmm. you know for you to carry it, but in order for you to take it forward, you still need people mm, with you. That is true. So I'm learning that I need a team. Yes. Yeah. I need a team Ooh, of people right. because I can't do it all. Right. I don't I, I don't know everything. Right. Yeah. You need people to help you with your budget, mm-hmm. with your marketing and promotions, yeah. with mm-hmm. your, your digital content, right. um, mm-hmm. with managing your website, with coming up with different new fresh ideas, mm-hmm. someone to stay up on the latest fashion trends right. or whatever is trending. Yeah. You need those people because yeah. especially when you are um, when you have so much mm-hmm. on your plate, you need people in place. To do those things, right. to cover mm-hmm. those things, to have cover your back. Cover your guards, cover your weak spots, yeah. too. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Miss Chelsea, now you said that you practice spirituality, right? So, in your transitionary season, what did that look like for you, and how did it assist you to becoming the bold, courageous, fearless woman that you are now? It took getting my heart broke mm. for me to transition to that space in just trusting God, trusting the messages Mm -hmm. that he's given me and stepping in that truth. So before I just, I'm very passionate. Mm -hmm. I love love. I'm the hopeless romantic. (laughs) At least I, I used, still are. I still am. The boundaries. But the boundaries I I placed around my heart, it it brought me to a place where God really broke me down Mm -hmm. to actually build myself back up. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
And it took a heartbreak and me letting go and just cleansing my area and just removing toxicity around mm -hmm. me and relationships mm -hmm. and within myself to actually step forward and allow God to help me have a smooth transition into, you know, this new this new life, this new beginning, and just being open to receive yes. the love that he has for me. Yes. Yeah. That's a beautiful so, thing. So, yes. Amen. So, that's where I'm currently in with the transition. That I love that. So I it took me that. a heartbreak. Yeah. And sometimes it takes that, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes he's speaking to us in the midst of, and we just choose not to listen. Yeah. So, we right. have to go through this. Yeah heartbreak and yeah. things of that sort. So what was the toughest moment for you, Jay, mm -hmm. that broke you out of this shell of, I would say, um, I would say the word would be ignorance, and that mm -hmm. just simply means not knowing yeah. to this yeah. space of yeah. being enlightened. Um, honestly, I have to agree with Chelsea. It was heartbreak in so many different um, moments of my life. Mm -hmm. um, I agree fully with you. It's actually something I actually say to this day, that sometimes um, the Lord has to break you in order to build you. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is like you go so long in your life thinking you got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You come up with this way yeah. and you just kind of do it this yeah. way. Mm -hmm. And um, when the Lord came to me and was like he, that I had to rehab my life and I kind of was going through this concept of what I thought that meant. Mm -hmm. And then when that heartbreak happened, he said, but you're doing it wrong because you can't do this without a blueprint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't build anything without the blueprint. And the blueprint is my Bible. Mm -hmm. It's my word. Mm -hmm. And what you've been doing is you've been building on your feelings but you have not been building on principles mm -hmm. and so that was like everything to me and of course because in, I'm in my feelings mm -hmm. where I'm like okay I'm in my feelings I'm cutting you off mm -hmm. I'm not talking <laughs> to you I'm done and the Lord began to deal with me he said hey you're building your life on how you feel and mm -hmm. that is fickle so you got married because you was in love and you felt like it. Mm -hmm. But then what happened when times got hard? You got divorced. Mm -hmm. You know, you had kids because you was in love and you had, oh my God, it's so cute for us to have a baby. You didn't think about the fact that they cost so much. I love y'all. But y'all cost a lot. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you didn't even think about those things. And, and when I began to backtrack in my life and realize I did so much mm -hmm. just based on how I felt at that moment. And, you know, even in businesses, you feel that drive. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, when it gets hard, you're like, uh, wait a minute. Right. I don't really know if I bargained for right. this. But the one thing that does not change is principle. And so what enlightened me was like literally that moment to where. I began to feel so much at one time mm. to the point where I didn't want to do life. Mm. I was like over it. I was done with life. I was suicidal. I was depressed. I was all kinds of things. Nothing helped. Not my kids. Not, I mean, I was okay. I was literally like, okay, my mom can take care of the kids. Like I was already looking you at ways. Yeah. I was looking at ways to go ahead and exit. Yeah. Wow. I didn't want to do it anymore. And that's when he told me, you have to come out of your feelings. Mm. Get out of your feelings. Get into your faith and start building this stuff on principles because that don't change. That work for the sinner and the mm -hmm. saint. What you sow, that thing you shall reap. That is principle, right. period. Uh, the law of gravity, what goes up will come, come down. down. No yes. matter who's throwing it up, right. it's going to come back down. Right. These are laws and they don't change. And that is the only thing that is concrete. What is concrete? Foundation. Yeah. Mm. It becomes your foundation, and then that's what you build on. Mm -hmm. So that was my moment. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that was mm -hmm. heavy right there. So, Symphony, how do you find your your drive to keep going in the midst of? My past is my drive. Um, where I've come from, um, the environment that I grew up in, 
um, the will and the want to take care of my uh, my family. Mm -hmm. My grandmother is in her late 60s. Um, she is actually the the last biological grandparent that I have. Mm -hmm. Now, I do have a step-grandmother, but I don't refer to her as step-grandmother. Step I just call her grandma. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so the fact that my, grand, my grandmother still works, and she works very hard. Mm -hmm. She has always been a blue-collar worker. Um, since I've been a little girl and just the will and the want to take care of her and to take care of my parents. Mm -hmm. um, I think one day I asked my dad, I said, Dad, um, when are you going to retire? And he said, oh, I don't think I'm going to retire. And wow. I was like, well, what about your 401k or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about that. Mm -hmm. And at that mm -hmm. moment, I was like, okay, my parents are working to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it was at that moment that I knew, like, I have to do something to take care of my family. Wow, like, right, my parents right. and my grandparents have poured so much into me growing Generational. up. Generational. Yes, and I'm like, I don't want that mm -hmm. for myself. I don't want that for my children. Like, mm -hmm. I just, I want something different. And also, mm -hmm. my younger mm -hmm. siblings, to give them something to aspire to. Right. Yeah. I don't want them to, I don't want their first role models to be people that they see on television. Right, right. I want my I want their first role model to be me. Right. And I want I want to be that person or to be that light mm -hmm. that will inspire them to get up and to start their own business or to go to college and actually finish. Right. Um to, you know, work really hard to make a difference in the world. That's why that's that's my drive. Wow. And to just amazing. inspire other people right. to do the same thing. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's amazing. So in the midst of you guys becoming these women who are so very mindful, was it difficult to realize that most people wouldn't be able to join the journey with you? And if so, <laughs> who was that person, if you want to say who they were, who was that person and how did that affect you as you continue to grow? Ooh, that's a lot of questions. That's Honestly, um, at that time of my life, nobody got it. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, like, Nobody. I think most people probably thought I lost my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, um, what is she doing? She say what now? She about to do? And, 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 and to their defense, it was something that never been done. Right. No one in my family wrote a book. No one in my family travels and speaks. No one does the things that I do. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I and this is another thing where I had to get this in my mind, mm. like for real, for real, because my feelings would say they're not supporting mm -hmm. me, they're not backing me mm -hmm. up, and I'm in this thing by myself, and you know all these things. You know, my feelings just was taking right, over. They don't mm -hmm. see. They you. don't see this greatness. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but then I had to take a step back, and I had to realize that most people live life out of fear. Mm -hmm. So could it be that while my mom wasn't as supportive, it's because she was afraid of what would happen if it didn't work? Mm -hmm. Maybe she had a dream back in her day and it didn't work or she was too afraid to do it. Mm -hmm. And so being the first, you have to understand their, their, you know, their caution. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and so now that they see that this could work, it's like, and so that's what happens when you're a trailblazer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to blaze that trail by yourself. 
you're the one that's on fire. Yeah, Everybody's true. watching. Right. You're the one that's going to burn up some stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you're the one that's going to open this thing wide open. But if you do it, then those after you will literally just have to just walk yeah. through oh, it. Right. You've done it. You took the hits. Right. You got the thorns on you. You did it. But the trail is so wide open now that those coming after you would be able to just go through it. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was everybody. Yeah. No one got it. Right. Like, no one. And the people that um, did get it for me, um, those were some of the people that the Lord was cutting out. Mm -hmm. And it was like, God, you taking my crutches. But he was like, yeah, because I need you to walk. Right. Mm -hmm. I need you to understand that you can do this Ooh. thing by yourself. Yeah. You don't need people to hold your hand. And you've gotten so used to people feeding your confidence that you don't even know how to feed it yourself. Mm. So he started taking them, taking those voices. And then he said, when you don't understand the value of your own voice, you'll muzzle yourself. And so what I had been doing was I was muzzling myself and constantly checking in. Well, what do you think about this? Yeah. What do you, well, how about, and he was like, okay, so you know what? Okay, so I'm going to snatch that friend. <laughs> right. I'm going to take that one. And you, I felt so lonely right. at a time. I mean, God, I felt like the world was against me and no one understood. I feel like that's a part of the journey, though. It like is. You start to begin to feel like there's no one with you when there's all these people around you mm -hmm. who are giving you all these accolades. Like, yes, you're yes. doing it, but it's not penetrating yes. to a level where I feel like if you weren't here, would I still be able to, to yeah. hear that compliment from myself yes. and keep going? Or do I need you to tell me this yes. so that I can keep going? That is a big thing that we have to get out of is depending on other people right. to really feed our emotions motivation and feed our yes. spirits that's serious stuff right there so Chelsea let me ask you this what was a few of the bad habits maybe one of them let's not say a few right <laughs> maybe one maybe one a bad habit that you had to get rid of that really allowed you to fly in your new lane I would say seeking confirmation from outsiders mm -hmm. not really trust in myself mm -hmm. not really trust in at a point in times I had to throw out the, the emotions and the feelings mm -hmm. but I also realized my emotions is what guides me yeah. through um, I would say I was more in my emotions than my mind but I had to really transition through that to actually find more stability in the situation. So mm -hmm. that was my uncomfortable process, mm -hmm. but I'm grateful that I'm here mm -hmm. now actually going through it and I don't have to seek outside validation on right. who I am. Yeah, right. Right. And I just had to honestly just tap into a, a deeper self-love and appreciation for myself mm -hmm. because some days, yeah, I have my mom, she's tough mm -hmm. and yeah I have my dad which he's very open and loving but at the end of the day I have to respect that they too have their own personal life and journey mm -hmm. yeah. and I don't want to be that weight mm -hmm. that burden when I actually know that I can tap within myself mm -hmm. and talk to God about what it is I am dealing with and trust I can actually do this on my own well mm -hmm. technically I'm not really on my own right right but right. I know that if my family I have I have a sound a, a solid foundation of people who surround me right where if I'm not my best I can lean over but I practice not to bring that toxic toxicity mm -hmm. onto my uh, onto my tribe onto my circle because mm -hmm. 
understand too that I don't always understand other people's challenges. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I respect everyone's boundaries mm -hmm. as they respect mine, but it's just me tapping into a deeper self-love and appreciation for myself mm -hmm. and not oh, not seeking outside validation. Yeah. That's that okay. was the, that's a big thing right yeah. yeah. And that's hard. Mm -hmm. That's hard, especially really living is. in a society where you have to have this to be cool right. or be like this to be hip or if you don't know that person then who are you? Right. And I'm from the Caribbean, so you know it's it's sim I like a simplistic life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So being out here is kind of out my comfort zone, mm -hmm. but I just really had to be like Chelsea. It's okay. Right. We don't have this today, but it's okay. I right. step out, and it's there, and I'm like, okay. So I got more comfortable in stepping out and just trusting God and mm -hmm. trusting myself. Honestly, yeah. I love and that. Here I am. I love that <laughs> so much. So my next question to you ladies is, have you all um, been in therapy, done a therapy session? I have. You have? Yeah. What was your experience like? The first time or the second time? No. Let's talk about the first time. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I was like, why am I here? Because mm -hmm. first off, you know, this we don't do that exactly and that's why i brought it okay. up okay mm -hmm. we, we we just don't we're mm -hmm. so used to holding it in and believe it or not it was a gift from a friend of mine mm -hmm. who thoroughly believed in it and um she also understands the walk of ministry mm -hmm. so it's that frustration of you can't really uncover yourself in front of everybody and right. then who can you trust right and so she was like well why don't you try therapy yeah so i was like i say what I mean, like he, he a whole go there. yeah, like he a whole therapist, like a right. doctor in front of his name. Right. Like he can prescribe me medication. <laughs> um, and I went through the whole spiel. But when I finally talked to him, um, believe it or not, it was like a regular conversation. Mm -hmm. At first, I was like, you know, you gonna write everything down. Mm -hmm. Like I'm low key feeling judged. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> I'm low key feeling judged. Right. right. Just you gonna write that down too right okay but um what i learned was that was really um he became like a wall for me you ever play like tennis when you're mm -hmm. hitting against the wall mm -hmm. and he became a wall to me a lot of times i was answering my own questions yes so he was just like that wall he was like well what do you think about this mm -hmm. well what about this portion well what if you try it like he never actually gave me the answer yeah. mm -hmm. and before and i was like I don't even think I need to pay yeah. you no more. Right, I, I think I'm it. good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, I thought it was good because again, it's a it's a safe place. Yeah, a lot of times we bottle things in because we don't know what's safe. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes we're too afraid to open up to a friend for, in, in case of past histories where a friend went and told all your business yeah. in that time, you know, or a ex mate who all of a sudden is no longer your boo no more. Right, and you know, or worst case you opened up to somebody that you loved and they judged you mm -hmm. and so we tend to internalize it yeah. hold it in and mm -hmm. you know especially in the day age of perfection and I was a perfectionist I felt like I, there could be nothing wrong with me mm -hmm. I had to always be on point I had to always look the look be the part I always had to do it and that pressure is unrealistic yeah. mm -hmm. it was killing me Social media is doing that mm -hmm. to us. What? Too. Yes. I mean, it was killing me. Mm -hmm. It was killing me. And so, being able to go to the therapist, 
um, it really helped. It did, right? It, God, it helped. And I, so and I really way, believe it was like to that do too. It. Yeah, I believe that any person who has not experienced therapy should go at least one time. And yeah. I say that because it really opens up your thought process to the thought, the feeling, and then the actual engagement and yes. the application that you see in your everyday life. There's so many things that we don't realize that we started with as kids yes. that have assisted us, aided us, or taken us down the wrong road because we didn't have the right foundation mm -hmm. to how to deal with this thought, this emotion, mm -hmm. then this feeling, this, 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 whether it be positive or negative, mm -hmm. and then how we respond to people, whether it looks the same or not. It could be you telling me something that I didn't like, but because it tri triggered a thought from what my daddy did, right. now I'm mad at you, um, yes. right? So we have yes. to encourage our people to go to therapy to get that solid foundation. Mm -hmm. That's what assists with mind over matter, when you can properly put things in their proper, proper funnels, right, in the proper perspectives. Do you take on yoga? Yeah, I do. Okay, so how has that assisted? Because yoga is definitely one of those things that's very similar to therapy where it helps you to center and focus your thought and process. Balance. Yes. So I don't, yoga is not one of my daily routines. Mm -hmm. um, my sister actually is a yogi. Mm -hmm. And, um, hi Leanne. <laughs> um, when she was here, because she stays in the Virgin Islands, mm -hmm. she just went back, but um, it helps me meditate and center, recenter myself. Mm -hmm. So before um, yoga was introduced into my life, how I tried to meditate was just sit in a park and just try not to think. Or go to a beach and just try to get out my head. Yeah. yeah. I need a distraction. Yeah. So, right. yes. So I was like, okay, this I need another outlet. Mm -hmm. So then my sister, she started her yoga journey. Mm. And obviously I'm like, oh, I'm flexible. I can get into this. <laughs> but it really disciplines you to really be present mm -hmm. and center yourself and block out, like close out your mind. Mm -hmm. And yes. And a lot of us, it's very hard being present yeah. because then you're truly connected mm -hmm. and building like genuine, intimate, relationships with people yeah and yoga it, it not only um, creates that set point within yourself but it also opens you up mm -hmm. you know and it's not only within the different poses that they have but you can so much can come to your real your realization into your and into your being just by just being still yeah just by being still that is true so I don't Yoga is not a part of my daily routine, mm -hmm. but now I can go to a park and with my mat right. and just sit and chill. Right. And it used to take me like 30 minutes just to get into that, that yeah. vibrational space. Mm -hmm. Now I can be driving and I'm like, oh, that's where I'm going because mm -hmm. I can just block. It's so easy yeah. for me to just block things off that right. are just affecting my mental space. Right. So yoga definitely has opened me up to seeing that, you know what, I can actually tap back and I can actually find some stillness and be present without sitting directly on a mat. Mm -hmm. So that's how yoga kind of helped me transition into being more present mm -hmm. without the actual pose and being on a mat. Okay, yeah. that's really good. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Yeah. I practiced yoga like once and that was for college credit and it was amazing. <laughs> it was. I never did it again, but it was really great when I tried. Um, so my last question to you ladies is, what is your 
mental mindset shift goal, if that mm. makes sense. So what is your next level of mindfulness that you want to achieve? Wow. Um, I know for me, I just, I always focus on being better. Mm-hmm. Being a better version of myself than I was the day before. Right. Um, and God, he deals with me in a different way that he deals with other people. I'm starting mm-hmm. to notice that. <laughs> um, I've never been to therapy. Mm-hmm. I've never done yoga. Um, but a lot of times when I, when I get home from work, I just, I sit in quietness mm-hmm. and still. And I, I allow God to speak to me um, because oftentimes throughout my day, I'm always, I'm always telling God, listen, God, listen, hey. So that's not what we discussed or that's not what we agreed on. And God is like, so I'm not hearing nothing that you're saying because I just Charlie Brown you, womp, 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 womp. And you're right. You it's, like it's, it's not about what I want. It's yeah. about what he wants for me. Yeah. So... Uh, God, he reveals things to me um, in that time of quietness and me being still. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is my therapy uh, for me. And I I always try to challenge myself to be better. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I be a better version of myself than I was yesterday, yeah. last week, um, two weeks ago, a month ago, last year? Like, right. what is the level of um, excellence that we're trying to reach? Because I believe that once you master a level of something... It's time for you to master mm-hmm. a level of something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you have um, become the best in, you know, in your school, mm-hmm. okay, it's time for you to become the best in your city, mm-hmm. then the best in mm-hmm. your country, mm-hmm. or the big. best in your yes. Wow. It's Let's like you have to set your set your standards higher mm-hmm. yeah. um, in order for you to reach a level of. I'm, I won't say perfection because that's that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the, ex- the level of excellence that yes. you want to achieve. Whatever, you. Yes, whatever level of excellence that is, because some my level of excellence may look different from your Correct. level right. of excellence. Right. So, and I also believe that whatever you do, do it at that level of excellence. Whatever yes. that looks like for you, mm-hmm. don't try to. If your level of excellence is here, don't try to reach here. You know, before you're ready right. or yeah. before your time, because right. you can end up in the right place at the wrong time, right. and that could be very detrimental yes. mm-hmm. right to yourself. That is true. So. I love that, Jay. What about you? Um, you know, I'm in the process of dealing with things before it deals with me. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that oh, is, um, yeah, <laughs> I've been doing, um, it's going to sound weird, but I've been doing some kind of like mathing or I've been like interviewing all my family members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the reason being is because like we were talking about, like things are revealed to you to where you don't realize that that's your truth until it's triggered. And then you're trying to figure out what is it even triggering? Is it triggering 32-year-old Jay or is it triggering 16-year-old Jay? You know, and so what I've learned is that, again, there's a lot of things that I'm doing in this day and age that young Jay did not deal with. And so I'm trying to deal with them before Mm -hmm. they deal with me Mm -hmm. in a place I don't want them to deal with me in. Mm -hmm. And so I've been just kind of going back dealing with past trauma and allowing myself to heal and transition properly and not just in that but listening to my mom's Mm -hmm. stories listening to my aunt's stories I've just recently been reconnected to some people on my dad's side of the family which I knew nothing about Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've learned things about them and so now I'm learning generational curses like wait a minute I I dealt with that at that age oh okay so this is not just a j thing this is this is a us thing right you know and so i've been strategically um um strategizing and making pro- like 
specific prayers to target that one yeah. thing um, so that I can literally live free for real because that. a lot of times we're in bondage not based on what we did but I call it blood bondage mm. it's something that generations before us was dealing mm. with and nobody actually took the time to deal with mm. it and so I want to be that one to go ahead and deal with it and break it so my children don't have to deal with it mm -hmm. so my children's children don't have to deal with it so little cousins don't have so to deal with it so that stops with you it yeah. stops with me I want to be the breadwinner for the family I want it to stop with me will be will be yes breadwinner in the family yes. <laughs> Chelsea what about you well the ladies actually touched on a little bit of everything but for me um, coming from generation and bloodline um, I don't want to say curses because from the Caribbean that's we associate that taboo mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um, acknowledging that I am different and I am creating change on a generational level as well. Yeah. And just working on being more present. Mm -hmm. Because then in that moment, I am fully aware of my actions and also the actions of the other party or who I'm in a relationship with at that time. Right. Because I've realized um, from being present and being in the moment, um, Sometimes I pray and I be like, God, I want this opportunity so much. I need this and help me. Can you talk to me? Give me a sign. And because I am not present in the moment, God could be speaking right now. Mm -hmm. But because I'm just so caught on past situations mm -hmm. and past trauma, in order to heal that and not create a, a continuous cycle within myself and within the relationships and people around me, I have to be like, okay, was that 16-year-old Chelsea kind of triggered coming out? Or it just brings out things for me to heal and not create that cycle again. Right. So right now it's just me being more present and acknowledging who I am in this present moment. Mm. Am I going to react 16-year-old okay. Chelsea? Right. Mm -hmm. Or are we hopping on a 29, going on 30 train? Right. You know, so it's just... Me, me bringing out another level of myself that mm -hmm. God is calling me, life is calling me mm -hmm. out to be so I can better, be a better person. Yeah. And not just for myself, but for the generations that are coming up behind us. Mm -hmm. And just be a positive light and guidance, you know, and mm -hmm. give that love. So I'm just working on being more present because I will not have it right now, but you could be giving me some gems that I've been praying for and right. I'm like, I receive it so it's me just mm -hmm. being more present in the moment yeah just I love really that. being yeah, present I love that that's so difficult and I'm glad yeah, that you were putting some <laughs> emphasis on that because it is so very difficult well ladies we're about to wrap up and I want to thank you guys for tuning in via Facebook Apple podcast or you're catching the IGTV replay I don't know wherever you're <laughs> catching this thank you so much for tuning in to time to exhale networks where we have intentional conversation to influence our generation have a great day I don't know if it's stopped or not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>